evening, gorgeous people. I'm Aaron Ryan and welcome to the Big Brother After Show eviction interview. Tonight, it was the end of the road for Brenton. He was an intruder, but he found his way into the hearts of the Big Brother housemates and made it to the final hurdle. One second of one challenge separated him from being in the grand final and also a surprise choice from Taras sealed his fate. Brenton, thank you for joining me tonight. Thanks for having me. All right, in all honesty, when you were accepted to be on Big Brother, I mean, you obviously accepted to be on Big Brother, but were you told that you were going to be an intruder? And then if you were, did you think you had any chance of being in the top three? I was definitely told I was going to be an intruder. I got three days notice to go into the house. That was a fast wow. decision to make. Yeah, wow. pretty full on. Um, and yeah, I didn't think I'd make it far at all. And I guess not to put myself down, but the, the whole intruder thing, you know, they say last in, first out, you're constantly on the back foot. You don't know who your real friends or alliances are because they've already been made. So I went in with a little bit of doubt, but just had to play uh, the best game I could. I've tried to analyse this over and over and over again. Trevor, Tully, Drew, Estelle, Tim, Joel, Alicia, Dave, all gone. All had strong connections, strong alliances, strong power personalities. But then there's this guy called Brenton, bubbling along and surpassing them all. Um, and in the end, you know, quite unlucky to miss out on the grand final. So what the hell happened? How did you do it? I mean... I think, I mean, all glory to God, I was just praying that he just keep me in as long as he wanted and then I made it to where I was. But a lot of it comes down to the edit. And so you don't see a lot of the big moves I did. You don't see a lot of the strategy I spoke. Um, you just, you do see me floating along, uh, along throughout the house. So I don't really mind. Um, there are a lot of things that are missed, like in terms of the Tim Viction, I was building um, this massive, you know, show to get rid of Tim and all these people that wanted him out. And I wrote this full song about the Tim Viction. We choreographed a dance and all sorts of stuff. So we kind of missed this whole thing. We missed this whole saga for a few weeks of trying to get rid of, um, get, get Dormer out the door. So yeah, that was a big one that got missed. I want to see that on YouTube. That'd be great. Um, do, you, do you think it was a case of, like you were almost forgotten. I mean, I say that as in people were really trying to target someone like we've got to get rid of Tim or we've got to get rid of Drew. But then the whole time, then they're never really considering where you were in the game. You, you almost sat back and while well, they went for the big targets and then you floated through to the next week. Yeah, I can totally like, I guess from a viewer's point of view, I can totally see that. Like there was a few episodes that I thought I was already evicted that I came back later in the week. So I definitely um, was missed a lot of the time, but a lot of it came down to my, like I'm a businessman. So I can, um, I guess, get a lot of yeses from people when I'm able to manipulate people in the way that I want in a sense of, I had very strong connections with Estelle that you didn't see, very strong connections with Reggie and Tim in the back end of the game. Um, and then the newbies were like, had really good, strong relationships with them where I had sneaky deals that we didn't get to see. So I guess um, I wasn't necessarily missed, as you said. I was more not on people's radar because people knew or thought they were good with me. Mm. So overall, do you think you were perhaps underestimated? Um, yeah, I guess so. Look, I wasn't the strongest player. There's people like... Um, you know, Johnson or Tim that are, you know, masterminds and they, they are very hard players. So I can't compare myself to them, but there was certainly a lot of stuff that was, um, was missed that you don't get to see. So it does look like, I, I guess I just float through the house to the end. Well, about that stuff that was missed. I mean, 
did you sh show more of you in the house than what we saw on air? You kind of alluded to that, by you know, uh, a bit there in your previous questions. But I asked that because the whole of Australia knows, you know, Johnson's super fan love of Big Brother, Reggie and her kids' story, and Taras being the challenge beast. That kind of, you know, like unique quirky character um, that you love or hate. But then there's Brenton, you know, fantastic body, nice guy. But we didn't really get to know was as I said, was there more of you in the house than, than, than was on air or were you pretty reserved as well? Well, I guess the, the thing is with me, like I'm an actor, so I've been doing TV and movies for years where I get to play different characters and that's what I love. So when the opportunity came up to uh, be on a reality show and play myself, you can't hide behind yourself. So I was just literally myself and I'm a big goofball. I, I take the piss. I just say funny, stupid stuff. And because a lot of that stuff doesn't um, further the story, you see my personality go. You see it be taken out. And I totally get it. Like, it doesn't enhance the story when they're already trying to cram so much in. So a lot of the stuff that was missed was just me being silly or, you know, mucking around. So you totally miss my personality. Well, if you're an actor, was that uh, good acting or bad acting when you came in sort of asking Trevor, are you Big Brother? Oh, did I sign up for Survivor? I mean, I mean, Big Brother, what's going on? <laughs> was that good acting or bad acting? Oh, gosh, it was probably bad acting at its finest. I mean, I definitely conned a lot of the people. Some of the guys saw through it, but that was just a choice I had to make. I came in on the back, back foot and they, um, they said, oh, you're the new challenge beast. I said, no, challenge? No, that's not, I don't even know what that is. I don't even know what this show is. So it was like a choice to, um, yeah, step back into the play and the dumb guy. <laughs> well, let's get to know you a little bit uh, more then. But, but first, let me ask you, from a strategy point of view, would you agree that Terrace probably got it wrong? Because Australia did not know you as well, um, you know, as well as the others. He had more of a chance of uh, with, with you next to him in the in the grand final than was say Superfan Johnson. Um, he has now majorly split the vote for Terrace to win Big Brother twenty twenty two. Did did he make the wrong decision? I think Terrace definitely made the wrong decision. And the whole time we were in the house, we wanted to come across heroic and bring Reggie to the end because we thought Australia would honour that and love that we did that. But now we're all kicking ourselves like, why did we carry her through all this way? Because Australia's going to vote her to win. And I think Taras definitely should have kept me over Johnson because he looks just indecisive. He was trying to get rid of Johnson for so long and now he's taken him to the final. So he kind of like, it's, it's almost like he comes across that he doesn't know what he wants. Mm. So there's a bit of a yeah, funny play there. So let's go to Brenton. Who is this Brenton guy? What, what's your life outside of Big Brother in terms of lifestyle, career and family and all that sort of stuff? Yes, yeah, so as I mentioned, I'm an actor, um, mostly yeah, TV and film. Um, just filmed a, an American film at the start of the year and I'm working on a, a TV show at the moment, which I can't talk too much about. But um, yeah, so I guess that's what I focus on. And then family, family is most important for me. So I've got my wife. Um, as of a few years now, we've just had our first um, baby boy, Luca, who's four months old. Um, and they're just, they're my life. And I'm just constantly finding the balance between family and work because I love what I do. I love um, being able to help people and entertain people through my my work, um, even my businesses. But I love my family. I love spending good time with them. So that's that's me in a nutshell. Well, 
Can, can I be honest? I jumped onto your Instagram account expecting a, a lot of shirtless pics, some great chest shots, you flogging protein powder and a lot of beach pics. But what I, what I found is this heartfelt Christian guy <laughs> spending time with, the, you know, with your new son and wife, loving life, loving people. Is it just the big brother experience or have you spent your life challenging people's expectations and stereotypes of you? I think back in the day, I was a bit more wanky and walking around my shirt off and thinking I'm the best. But um, I came to Christ maybe six years ago now, and God definitely humbled me. And I guess I'm not that guy on Instagram anymore, posting shirtless pics like Joel does. Um, <laughs> so no, I'm just 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 loving family life and just just taking it easy, really. <laughs> You, you had that strategy to play dumb from the start, which we talked about, which meant for a while you, you were not being, you know, I guess, genuine you. It's a double-edged sword because your strategy got you to within one second, literally, of the Big Brother finale. But on the other hand, if you had have got in to the uh, finale, it would have been a hard slog for you because Australia just have no idea who you are and who they're voting for. So how do you balance strategy and going under the radar with, you know, really showing your personality so Australia can invest in you and, and vote for you? Yeah, I think, I think again, it comes down to the edit because from a production standpoint, the top three, the production knows who the top three are and they edit the show um, and they, they find the material to highlight the top three. So um, you've got someone like, you know, Reggie, that wasn't doing much. He was in bed most of the time. So they, I know they were struggling to find content of her. So, um, you know, they, they just fill it out. So I guess I say this to say, if I was in the top three, they would have found all the, all the funny stuff with me and they would have you know, built my character up. So there's no surprise coming out fourth that I didn't get much of a, um, you know, a voice in the um, final, final edit. But I'm okay with that. Like, I don't want to be known as a reality TV star. As much as I love and respect Big Brother, I thought it was such a fun time. I don't want to be, um, you know, known as that guy. I want to be known for my acting and um, the characters I get to portray. So I'm happy. I did this with all the other housemates. It's a quick game of choose a housemate, Brenton. So who's the most genuine? I think Johnson's the most genuine because if he says something, he means it. He's very loyal. And what about the most non-genuine then i guess appears nice but they could be lying to your face it's probably terras or tim they're multiple manipulators they're amazing <laughs> uh, who would you like to connect with on the outside or i mean you might have already did you did you form a bond with anyone in particular yeah um alicia johnson and tim there i'm very close with them we speak you know most days and we go get lunch and go out and stuff so i actually as different as we all are we really get along and what about um, who you would like to win Big Brother? I'd love Johnson to win Big Brother. As much as um, as much as I want to see Reggie win a heap of money for her family, I just think in terms of an actual player, Johnson's had his back up against the wall the whole season, the whole you know ten weeks or whatever how long he was in there, and he's been fighting and he's never. Um, He's never given up. I really think he deserves to be where he is. I really deserve. He thinks to take it. Um, he deserves to take it out. Let's just uh, explore this Reggie thing for a moment. The Reggie factor, I guess. Australia know her and love her, um, and there is that kids factor that you're talking about for strategy purposes only. Re Reggie, and you said actually this before. Re Reggie really should have been the first one evicted from everyone um, if they wanted a chance to actually win. 
You know what I'm saying that purely in terms of 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 house weight actually progressing to the final. I'm not having a go, you know, obviously at Reggie at all. Um, how do you balance the sensitivity of loving Reggie, her story, her life, and absolutely wanting to see her soar versus having to be in a position where you're up against her in a public vote? It's a really hard one. Uh, I think deep down we knew we, sh- we don't want to be standing next to her in the final because she'll win. She'll win that sympathy. But at the same time, like she's a real person just like we all are. So to, to send her home, it's very hard to do because she's such a beautiful person. So you don't want to do that. And I think that's the reason why when it came to um, that night where there was the double eviction, um, that's, I couldn't put a point on it. I was the only one that tried to save her because I just I couldn't do it to her. Mm-hmm. So do you th- can Johnson actually beat Reggie in, in the finale? Is it possible? I'm not going to say it's impossible. I think Reggie probably has the votes, but Johnson has this, the next best chance. If people look at a game point of view, a strategy point of view, and who really fought the longest, he, he takes it out. He takes it out every time. But, yeah, if people look at it from another way, then Reggie will win. All right. And just finally, what are your plans for the rest of 2022? I mean, I'm going to get businesses and stuff. What, what, what have you got planned? Uh, the big thing for me is um, just, just keep acting. I've got a couple of potential shows line up that I'm um, auditioning for at the moment. So that's doing um, really well. I've just signed with a new agent as well. So just going harder with that and um, maybe even try for another kid. Oh, beautiful. All right, yeah. Brendan, you, you played a, a perfect game. Not, not much else you could uh, do. You lost that last challenge by a, a second. And it was surprising that Taras voted you out instead of Johnson or Reggie. Um, it was actually really nice to get to know you you know, because you're a bit of a mysterious guy because Australia, you know, because of the edit, didn't get to know you as much as some of the others. Um, and you came in as an intruder and slowly su- surpassed everyone to get to that last hurdle. So well done and thank you for joining me. Hey, thanks for having me. Have the best day. All right. That was Brenton, 18th evicted from Big Brother 2022. That's it for tonight. Thank you for listening. I'm Aaron Ryan. And that was the final eviction. However, join me for the next three podcasts when they drop, because I'll be talking to Taras, Reggie and Johnson. Those episodes should be up right now. And I will chat to the winner later on in the week. Good night.